0: Hello, and welcome to the Self-Healer Soundboard. I'm here with my co-host, Jenna Weekland. We want to first thank everyone who joined us on our 14-episode masterclass that followed along with the new book, How to Do the Work. And we're super excited to begin a new journey with each of you listening. So those of you who even tuned in to our last episode, um, the final chapter of the book, we talked about a topic called interdependence. And really what that's about is relationships. How are we in relationships? And I think a big thing Jenna and I were coming up against when we were thinking about this podcast, and one of the things we always pride ourselves on is living authentically, transparently, openly. Um, And in doing that and framing that, we came to the realization um, that many of you are familiar with Jenna. If you're in the circle, if you've been following the holistic psychologist, Jenna is definitely pasted all over it. Um, And Jenna's really played an integral role, not only in my professional journey, but also in my personal journey. So in thinking about you know, how do we talk about relationships, um, something Jenna and I came to the conclusion was honestly. We want to begin to talk honestly. So we're going to talk today very honestly, very candidly, about relationships in general and about Jenna and I's relationship and the relationships that we engage in each and every day in an authentic way.
1: We're gonna continue with the honesty, which really means being transparent. So speaking of relationships, for those of you who have read the book or follow along on Instagram at all, there's a lot of conversation around partnership, around relationship. Um, It's very public that Nicole has a partner named Lolly. So if you are viewing or listening along, you may very well now too know Lolly, who is super all hands on deck um, behind the scenes and very near and dear to our hearts. And while she isn't here on set or doing the podcast with us, she is very much a part of this conversation that we are having now and sharing with all of you. Yeah, Lolly has been a part of my journey of evolution since the beginning. Um, When Lolly
0: and I met, um, those of you who've listened to my work have probably heard me talk about um, the trauma bond, how we were activating each other, as many of us do in our relationships. Um, and Lolly was one of the people from the beginning, um, even in the quote I dedicate using this language to her, she was one of the people that saw me. Um, and in the beginning of seeing me, I fought her in seeing the true me because she challenged me. She challenged me to see past my conditioning, to see what I was capable of. And as those of us who maybe have had that very well-meaning support on our journeys in any, in any part of our journeys, um, it's not always welcome. And it wasn't for Lolly and I. And we both began our journeys of individual transformation coming to the realization that we weren't living authentically, we weren't living in a fulfilled relationship, and that our conditioning was traveling with us. So we began to heal. Um, And as Lolly and I began to heal, one of the major touch points that her and I came back to was truth, was honesty, because we really came to the realization that we were living with such conditioning that wasn't authentic to ourselves. So as we continued in the journey of building now an authentic connection with each other, we prided ourselves on having hard conversations, on being in alignment, as we say, um, really just living from our soul, being connected to our heart, um, and really beginning to speak from that place. So Lolly, um, like I said, was, is such a major part of my healing journey and continues to be a major part of not only my healing journey,
1: um, but now the healing journey with Jenna and I included. So really, you could kind of say that the theme for this episode is about alignment and transparency, really. And for those of you who have listened or if you haven't, I suggest going back to check out the last episode of the Self-Healers Soundboard Masterclass for How to Do the Work. And that was on the 13th chapter in the book, which is interdependence. And in that chapter in the book, you get introduced to how Nicole and I met, how Lolly and I met, how we all sort of merged and found each other on these healing journeys. Uh, as Nicole mentioned, she and Lolly have been on a journey together for years, starting out as a trauma bond and navigating their own relationship into a world um, and a life of alignment and of truth and honesty. And while I was separate and doing my path solo, I was very much on the same road in parallel, really kind of merging at the same place. So when we did meet, we did all begin working together. It was a very much, I mean, I literally sent a, a DM on Instagram and said, hey, we're we're doing this same thing. Let's have a conversation. And it was really almost just as short as that. And the day later, I started running the circle with Nicole and Lolly. And really now it's it's been almost two years. And the business really has become and is, it's a dream merge, what I call. It was very much alignment of a vision I had for life, a vision that Nicole had, and a vision that Lolly had. So in that and in getting to know each other and our visions and our emerging, um, it was less of a trauma bond, you could say, in the beginning. But there definitely in the beginning was this really, really grand connection, right? And we work really well. We love each other. We're around each other all the time working. Um, and eventually that just sort of started to highlight, you know, something feels off here. Like there's feelings coming up here. It feels like we're all in a relationship, but we're not. So really for me, that was a big, I guess you could say a red flag or kind of like a guidepost of, okay, something here is out of alignment. So I really zoomed out and looked at a macro level. You know, this is my passion and my work and business. And these are the relationships in my life that I very deeply love. What here feels off? And really, it's, I've always been guided by my heart. Um, I follow my heart kind of to a fault where I haven't necessarily had a plan or done anything that really made sense on a track. However, I was always following this deeper intuition or knowing that for me was just, always there, thankfully, that I'm I'm very grateful to have followed from childhood, and that's something that we teach in the circle, you know, intuition for some people is, it's in you, it is all here inside of you, and through our lives and conditioning and society and these conditioned patterns, we lose connection with that, we lose the strength of that voice, so a lot of our work in teaching is really just deconstructing all of the things around us that aren't us, that are actually results of the life that we've come from or created and not necessarily our true selves or our true nature so me continuing to follow that intuition and that ping kind of brought me to okay I'm pretty sure I love these women and know that this is something that seems scary I say scary in quotes because for me scary is just it's new Um, it's also new to be Speaking of this, as Nicole has a partner, Nicole is married, right? So in society, you have one other partner. There's just, it's two people. Usually, it's a man and a woman. So this is already something a bit different. That, for some reason, was never really a block. And I think so gratefully for me, because I'm so connected to my heart and that intuition, it made so much sense to just say, you know, well, we have to have a conversation. I need to address this in some way, because... I can't continue to create. I can't continue to work and to lead and to do this work, especially in a very kind of public way, without being in alignment or without being authentic. So I really had to sit with myself and kind of get straight on, okay, what is authentic to you? How do you feel um, without attaching any meanings or assigning anything to it or making it wrong because it's new? And I'm really grateful that I got to be able to do that. And I'm in a situation and a relationship with two people and in a business and a community that is so wonderfully supportive and transparent and vulnerable. Um, I know for you guys listening, if you were drawn to this podcast, it's for a reason. There's something in you that led you here in your own sharing and your own journey. So it really creates the space Um, to allow conversations like this. So that whole long-winded essentially brought me to I had a conversation with Nicole um, and just kind of brought it up and said, you know, this is is how I feel. However you feel, Lolly, however you feel is completely okay. I'm not attached to any outcome. However... I'm exploring my own life and my own alignment and I know when things start to not work that something is off and things started to really not work or fights would start to break out just things just weren't flowing the way that they used to Um, so I very clearly saw it as okay well I do want a relationship I do want partnership I, I want that sort of family experience I want to create and cultivate that and for me my work is my life for Lolly and Nicole Their work, our work is our lives. So it didn't really, it kind of got confusing too. Okay, Jenna, how are you going to continue to do this and then just go create this life and family elsewhere when that's not at all what I wanted? So I brought that to Nicole um, and pretty much just said, hi, Nicole, (laughs) I have feelings for you and I love you and I love Lolly and I'm not attached to any outcome or where this goes, but I do need to be responsible for staying true and authentic to myself and my heart and my path. So, regardless of how either of you feel, I just need some clarity because I don't want to live in a black and white or gray. I kind of want to get the show on the road. I either want to go down this path or I want to go down the other path. So, and I think that day, Jenna, when you had that conversation with me, the first wash I had
0: on some level was relief um, because I too was sensing that there was, you know, conflicts boiling up, there was stuff, emotional stuff starting to get in the way not only of our work life but our personal life Mm -hmm. Um, in a way that was starting to similarly to you um, become somewhat of a red flag what's going on here why did something that felt so easy become to now why is it shifting into feeling complicated Um, quickly following that relief (laughs) was fear Um, why the hell is this girl saying this to me I'm married I'm in a partnership Jesus I can't tell Molly (laughs) what is she gonna think when she hears this oh my gosh this is not anything that I'm familiar with and so it's scary Um, and after that fear you know I sat with it and I, I heard and one of the things that you know I love so much about you Jenna is that connection that you have to your heart and when you spoke that to me I did have utmost trust that that was your truth and I respected you I thought you were so brave for sitting me down and telling me what I imagined was... I literally a just like <laughs>
1: walked Nicole in the other room and sat on a bed and was like, so. I no idea was coming. <laughs> um, it could have been really anything. Like Friday morning, 7 a.m. before the farmer's market. Well, the things that Jenna has had to sit me
0: down business-wise and <laughs> tell me have really spanned. So it really could have went anywhere that particular morning. Uh, I don't think I was expecting this, but like I said, for me, it opened a doorway to reflect, to now have a new piece of information. Oh, Okay. Maybe this is part of the reason. There are deeper feelings. There is something that's not being expressed. And similar to you, again, when I'm not living in alignment, I do see all of the kind of dominoes that begin to fall. Mm. I do see you know, feelings that start to get hot and heated and unexpected and you know, kind of projecting out all over the place. So I knew there was truth in it. And now I had to explore, is there truth in this for me? And then furthermore, if there is truth in this <laughs> for me, Um, what the hell does that mean for my current relationship? Is this something that we can integrate um, into all three of us being in relationship? And again, this isn't something that I had models for. Um, This isn't something that I was familiar with. I didn't have friends or a support group. Um, So first I carved out the moments to tune in and to ask my heart um, whether there was truth there, whether there were deeper feelings for myself. Um, And the honest answer was there were. Um, And now began the journey of exploring those honestly in conversation, bringing Lolly into the conversation um, as she's very well aware that we are having this conversation Mm -hmm. here today Um, in full support of it. We as a group um, did make the decision that we all want to live in alignment and everyone has been familiar with that one aspect of my relational world. And now she very much wanted me to be able to live in alignment and be able to speak openly about the whole of the relationship
1: that I'm currently in. And it is it is really important to note, too, we're not speaking for Lolly because we're not Lolly. Um, but she also, in the same way, you know, I approached her and had a conversation and wanted to be very respectful, too, of you know not necessarily asking for a response or like Nicole how do you feel right away and same from Lolly because there there is that respect still of you know they this is a married couple i never saw myself becoming in a committed intimate relationship with two other people let alone a married couple and now it's three women running a business so it was very new and it was it is very important to me that it is very transparent to anyone listening to that It was very intentional in how this was all kind of talked about. And I guess the intentional, it didn't mean it was necessarily difficult. It was just, it was very honest. Each person very individually had a commitment and has a commitment to themselves, to myself, to follow and check in with what my truth is. Because what if Nicole felt... One way and Lolly didn't, or Lolly felt one way and Nicole didn't, and now the truth is out on the table. And it's so beautiful. And what I love about our relationship so much too is that, regardless, that would have been figure outable. We would have navigated that and still been able to flow because there is a level of maturity and connectedness and really healing on our parts that we've had internally and independently with ourselves where we are at a place and a level where we can actually check in and and see and look at these things that are essentially really outside the box. I mean, I didn't really know of... I guess Mm -hmm. we're a thruple is the term for it, for three people in a relationship. So we're a thruple. That was new. It was never something I even... Thought possible because it wasn't ever something I saw. It was just never in my ether. So it wasn't really there, which is what I love about it so much, too, is that it was never like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. This is so new. This isn't accepted in society. Everyone has their feelings about it. It's not for everyone. It for me was just, this is how my heart feels. And I'm going to convey this to you. I mean, even I started dating women when I was 18 or 19 and most people have a big well a lot of people have like a coming out or it's an announcement to people and I never did that I just brought the person I was dating home to my parent or to my mother at the time and my brothers and said you know hey here's my girlfriend Um, On the contrary, I, I did date men for a couple of years of an exploration and that in itself felt like a very awkward coming out. It was not aligned. It just didn't feel truthful for me. So again, it's that sort of that red flag or that guidepost that for me personally, I could see that life wasn't in flow and that wasn't aligned. So it actually felt more difficult and scary to be in a heterosexual relationship with a man than it does to be in a relationship with two women.
0: Yeah. And to speak to the point about, you know, taking the time to see how each as individuals felt, um, that's one of the greatest things that I value in our relationship. And one of the important things that I think for all of our relationships is to at least factor yourself in. Mm -hmm. And I'm sharing this, um, especially those of you who follow or have read my work or read the book, um, know that I come from codependency or essentially the tendency to not think about yourself at all, to put Someone, anyone, everyone else before yourself. And I've been in many relationships where that was the case, where I filtered everything my thoughts, my feelings, what I wanted to even do in a day through, okay, well, how will whoever I was dating at that time feel about that? How will they experience it? Do they want to do that too? So, in part of my healing journey, you know, in relationship with Lolly, building the foundation for that, I made the commitment to at least ask what I wanted. um, And then over time gradually to then more and more live into what I wanted. Of course, this doesn't mean that I shifted into a callous person who didn't care. Um, I care very deeply about Lolly. I too always wanted her to follow her truth and her happiness and to speak that to me regardless of how that would make me feel. Um, So taking the time um, to explore what it was for me was time. I did not give Janet an answer that first day. Um, I took in, I received uh, the feelings that she was having. I very much thanked her for being and then brief, walked out of the room. for sharing them. And, honestly, and then I went to go meet a friend for I coffee. I had nothing else to say. And, you know, those <laughs> listening, I want to just illustrate and offer that I think sometimes we feel so compelled, especially when something so big and vulnerable is dropped on you. You know, old me would have wanted to shift in, wanted to say something. And again, I knew if I was in my heart, I didn't know what I was going to say right then. I know that I needed just a bit of time to settle into what I was feeling and then to obviously being able to stand in that truth. So I took the time. Um, I didn't give her an answer immediately. Yes, very funny. We parted ways. We both went and had separate experiences, mine including Lolly. Um, And Lolly and I ended up having a very direct, honest conversation at that point where I did choose to, you know, I did choose to share with her that I was in agreement that I was also having feelings and again this was scary what were you going to do if she said oh well that's crazy or i don't want to accept that or right this idea that we had been living into yes i want to i want to foster you or i want to support you in following your authentic truth for many of us, mm-hmm. is really great in theory, <laughs> until you're you're the truths are laid until on you're in you. it, until you're told these truths that could impact you. Um, so it was very scary for me to at that point, and for Lolly to receive, and then for me to hear what Lolly's response to this was. And ultimately, her and I were both in alignment. We had both been separately, you know, coming to the same realization that Jenna had had, beginning to explore what's going on and beginning to entertain the possibility. Um, that there was something deeper there. So we then as a couple, you know, did decide that we were willing to try it. Um, Knowing again that we had no models, we had no idea what we were walking into, we had no idea what this was going to mean for all of our relationship, the personal, the professional. We just knew we couldn't, to speak to your point earlier, Mm -hmm. we couldn't move forward as it was. Um, It didn't mean we couldn't work together again. So to be clear, this wasn't save the the business relationship (laughs) this was we could have figured out a way to work together though our personal lives maybe we're going to have to become a little more boundary um, so that we could begin to separate and go into our different directions though alas um lolly and i again were both open Um, i think that's the best word to describe it we were open we were open to seeing what this meant um, for each of us as individuals jenna included and also for us and this new Mm -hmm. couple i have to say i I had a google um, we did a lot of Googling and YouTubing. i trying to YouTube meet other thruffles out there, you know? I mean, because going into this conversation of labels and relationships and, you know, what do you call yourself? Are you monogamous? Are you polyamorous? What does that mean? How does it look? There's a lot of gradation. There's a huge spectrum there. Um, and I think what is important and what has always been important for us is not to define ourselves by, oh, well, this is what this category says, so I'm going to fit us in there. Um, we went into that exploration seeing kind of oh interesting this is what all of relationships can look like and then feeling our way into which one fit for us what did we mean when we said we had feelings and where would that go Um, and again then we began to explore being careful not to just rely on that conditioning right we already stepped through that great unknown of Mm -hmm. okay we're willing to admit that there's feelings for someone else for a lot of people that's so outside of the box that that we can't even entertain, you know, that thought, that idea, that feeling. Um, So we already knew we were kind of venturing in new territory. And now the question
1: was, well, what does that really look like then in practice for us? And it wasn't like an instant, you know, okay, this girl told me she likes me. Do I have a crush on her? Okay, great. Let's dive in. Yes or no. (laughs) It's a very deep, I mean, it's love. We're a family. We've moved to Arizona. We all moved to California separately, but... Together. I mean, I had a place down the street and essentially our lives were just, they were merged from day one. So this is also a relationship that that has been building, that does have, I mean, we've covered a lot of territory in the last Roots and two years. So <laughs> we've been through a lot together, cancel culture included, which actually we talked about with this episode. So we're like, oh, can't wait to see the comments that will abound, because this is, it is new, it is scary, it is unfamiliar to a lot of people, and also people just have questions. I have questions about it. Nicole has questions, Lolly has questions. We Google and YouTube ourselves to just learn, as Nicole mentioned. So while it's not something for us that we take lightly, there also is a lightness about it. It is, it is love, and that really does come from the foundation of that trust within ourselves, and really in our, in our work, in how to do the work, in the new book that Nicole is writing, which is incredible, that is, it's all about relationship, right? In all of our teaching, everything in the circle, it is all relationship and it's the first relationship that you have then with yourself and cultivating and creating that. So it really, it really wasn't going to work in a certain way to then be, you know, the the best way for me to teach is to teach with my own life, to use myself as my own example. And I've always done that. It's it's what Nicole does in her book and the work in Instagram. That's what our work is. It's using ourselves and giving a concrete example or image of a scenario, the evolution, the personal response, and the humanness that so many people and so many of you are able to relate to in order to continue doing that and talking about the reality authentically instead of just sitting up here teaching you about relationships and hiding this big (laughs) elephant in the room really didn't work and really wasn't in integrity at all. So while we could have still reframed that, you know, I could have gone on my merry little way and done whatever I did or stayed single for my life. I don't know. and we, Nicole still would have talked about partnership and relationship. It still would have worked. However, we also saw the really amazing opportunity that this is to create a new conversation, to maybe create a safe space for people to become comfortable or even just to ask questions, to wonder, to be curious, to see that new relationships or new ways of living and being are absolutely possible and you really do get to create and choose the relationship that you're in, who you want to be with, how you want to be. And it it for sure has been my greatest learning experience. (laughs) I'm... Not one necessarily even for being in relationship. I love being my lone wolf, single, independent Jenna. Sure does. So (laughs) it, of course, was just like me to subconsciously play out setting myself up to fall in love with a married couple. So instead of going from zero to one, I'm now going (laughs) from zero to two. And I'm learning a lot about myself and a lot about my partners and patterns and things that I couldn't see before it also brings up a lot of old traumas. There's been some situations and conversations where I'm like, oh my God, I've recreated the most traumatic, chaotic part of my childhood. Like, I can't do this. And then I realize, oh, there is a very higher part of me that put this on my path. I am 100% responsible for the situations and the occurrences as an adult now that are around me. And when I look at it in that light, I actually... I get a lot of freedom, and I realize I chose this, and the whole point of choosing this and having this on my path is then to be able to choose and really create my outcome, to choose how I want to respond, which which takes work day to day. I yes. mean, even us being here at Chatting was, this isn't scripted, we didn't know how this was going to go, we haven't podcasted, I think, in a month, we've mm-hmm. moved, we have a new studio, and... We really, I think, always just default to, um, I know in our hearts, is, well, let's just be transparent. Let's just talk like people. Yes. And to speak to
0: that point, um, especially going into now a new podcast season, um, and part of our transparency, you know, we want to be able to honor... The moments where relationship dynamics come up, because mm-hmm. while there are three people in our relationship, it's still a relationship, um, and it was starting to feel withholding in some so many ways when I didn't feel comfortable maybe to use you know Jenna and some you know illustration of some exchange that her and I had had that morning. Um, to share with you. Because that is, to speak to the point you made earlier, a big part of the way I teach. Um, I learn from my own lived experience, and I teach from there. I think that's how we relate to each other as humans. So it was starting to, again, begin for me to feel out of alignment when I would be in front of the circle, when I would, you know, as I was thinking about gearing up for this new season and what would we talk about? And of course, we're going to talk about relationships. So, you know, now I have to only compartmentalize and talk about this one relationship that everyone knows about and not this other relationship. And ultimately, relationships are relationships. Um, So the reason why we're we're being transparent at this first episode is so we can begin to be honest. So we can begin to, like Jenna offered very beautifully, not only model a different look of a relationship for someone else. Though when it comes down to it, what we're really going to be talking about is not a thruple in particular, <laughs> it's a relationship. And having a new individual now in it you know, did begin to shift dynamics a little bit, did bring up challenges like Jenna's speaking, We had to learn, Lolly and I, a new human, a new human in our intimate world now. How are we going to navigate everything that comes along with that? Possible jealousy. What will it be like for me to see now my partner whom I've loved and who I only have seen with me with someone else? And again, as you're listening, I'm sure you can relate to these themes. Even if you're in a monogamous Mm -hmm. relationship, we always wonder or not like when our partner's looking at someone else. So (laughs) to be clear, um, as we begin a new season, because we're jumping off, off from this point doesn't mean that this is now going to become a relationship <laughs> about throuples by any stretch. It's not the show. Um, <laughs> though, again, like Jenna said, we are open and willing to engage conversations if any sort of relational conversations come up around this sort of dynamic. Um, of course, we can speak to our experience of it and we'll happily, I think, share that with everyone. Though so this isn't going to be the focus, our our intention here is to be authentic. Mm-hmm. Is to allow now Jenna and I to speak very freely um, in that flow state that both both of her and I kind of embody when we're doing these things together mm-hmm. so that we can do so freely so we don't have to have that editor of oh wait a minute you know I can't say that because then they'll get confused so again we're sharing this from the start point of this new season because we know relationships are going to come up we know that when we talk about relationships we also talk about our ego our emotional reactivity mm-hmm. and all of the things that are still alive in my relationship today
1: mm-hmm and we very much chose this. I mean, Nicole, myself, and Lolly each committed to knowing that what we do and teach is public. It is personal, um, so there is also a commitment. It's not necessarily like I'm going to expose you, but it's a it's a trusted, respectful commitment to yes, we are going to share, speaking from ourselves always, but. The greatest teaching or the greatest learning experiences then are when you're actually in that interaction with other, when you're able to observe yourself, when you're able to stay connected with yourself. It's that that other person is your mirror. It is certainly your greatest teacher. So that ego, all of those things, anything that anyone experiences in relationship, whether it's an intimate relationship or partnership or a sibling or friend or coworker, any type of relationship has all of those relationship dynamics Mm. so now essentially it's that times three and it's like the the ego stories episode of the podcast was very much you know me talking about my ego and standing up here next to nicole and how difficult that was and all of that chatter and while that was also going on behind the scenes too was this like well you know i'd throw a tantrum or get really hurt when i'd see an instagram post pop up about you know my partner lolly because i'm sitting there behind the scenes thinking like oh my god i'm so unseen no one knows like i'm heartbroken <laughs> which is so all of that all of that comes with it like i'm i'm very human nicole's very human lolly is very human and i think that's what also kind of allows this to be so enjoyable is that we we actually do commit to joy and that does come with authenticity when we are living in alignment with our truest self and our truest nature because that actual nature is joy itself. It is just love. So all of those things are very much still there. This just now gives us space to not have to pre- preface you every time and like let you know what's going on when I reference my partners. I know in the circle, there have been a couple workshops over the last couple of months. We did, I think, heart-led communication and then another authenticity course where I vaguely was referencing or giving personal examples about a difficult conversation I had had with people in my life about how I wanted to bring it to the next level and then kind of slid in there my partner's plural. So I guess you could call it a plural relationship. Um, so some people may have caught on or been curious we don't really know, but it's this just now allows it to not have that filter to not be like Nicole said fact checking as I'm talking um, which we really we started to do a lot even especially in cancel culture like there was, There was a lot of, oh my gosh, I can't say that. They're going to come at me for that. I don't feel free to speak or free to be anymore. And while Nicole for sure went through that, we went through that as a team and as a business and all personally, uh, we realized that ultimately that's always going to be there. The noise is always going to exist. And this is our space to really create and choose to be free, to allow people to respond how they're going to respond. And when we're living in alignment with our own truth, it actually... It just flows. It allows you to actually embody and be that. So the noise, right,
0: the difficulty, um, overcoming being fearful, to even mm. speak your truth first to yourself. I think that's where a lot of us stop ourselves up. We maybe hear what our heart's saying, but for all of the reasons, like myself included, all of the ideas that I thought about relationships, we squash that down. So being honest with ourself, um, then sharing that, gifting that honesty to someone else does mean hard conversations. Um, Part of Jenna and I's intention for this podcast is to now begin to openly have hard conversations Mm -hmm. about all sorts of things. And to speak to your point about cancel culture, as painfully difficult as that was, I think it was really brutal training for at least Mm -hmm. me personally in something that we talk about often in the work. And learning how to tolerate being misunderstood, right? Learning how to see your words or your message or things interpreted in a way um, that suits, you know, the listener or that suits whatever the agenda is. Um, and in hearing that, it's incredibly painful, you know, the ego of me wants to scream and yell and say, that's not what I said, that's not what I meant. However, when I just sit in that space, it's allowed me to grow tolerance um, for people misinterpreting for whatever reason. Um, First, of course, began with the work, and now here we sit on the precipice of possibly opening ourselves up to misinterpretations now about our relationship, about our agenda with for talking sure, about it. I mean, <laughs> here you already <laughs> disclosed, right? A little behind the scenes for those listening. Um, in the m- process of creating a new book proposal, and the topic will be relationships. No, it's not going to be a guide to throuple at all. <laughs> um, it's, again, how do I have an authentic relationship with me so that I can have a relationship with you, and you, and you, and you, and you, and, you, and however many yous you want in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, so again authenticity does come with difficulty it means going through the hard stuff it means opening yourself up to misinterpretation and misunderstanding and again we're beginning here with this hard conversation so that we can open ourselves up to the freedom to live in alignment and to speak in alignment on all of the different topics that we will cover on our journey here with you all
1: which is really the goal to just normalize communication itself and honest genuine authentic communication so this what better way to do that than to to do that ourselves and to really you know while widening that tolerance is really in my in my or widening that tolerance of you know people's feedback or what people may think it's a really beautiful practice to look at that really as acceptance and surrendering and knowing that it's there and you know I didn't have someone out there necessarily teaching me how to have these difficult conversations I just always have this deep inherent connection with my heart, which I am very grateful for. And because of that, it's allowed me to turn that into a teaching of, you know, how to help other people kind of deconstruct and have that same thing, which ultimately is what led us to, to this work and the same work and then to each other. So it would be quite difficult for us to teach or embody and empower you to do something that we weren't in fact doing ourselves. So normalizing difficult conversations normalizing communication and also creating a safe space for everyone out there to grapple and ask questions and wonder and be curious and really know you don't have to have it figured out in fact you're never going to figure it out you're just going to live a journey in alignment or not in alignment and for us I'm very very grateful that we are really I think three incredible humans who are committed to to one another, and literally to each of you, to anyone who's watching and listening, because we know very well and very deeply that there isn't actually a separation between you and us. In fact, there's us connected over here, and there's a reason you relate to anything that you do, that you hear Nicole speak, or write, or teach, or myself, on or any of our team, and it is just it is that you are us, too. There is already that connection. Yeah, and I think that you're, we're going to end it really perfectly by kind of highlighting that sometimes the journey
0: begins, right, with just that little door open. I can speak for myself. I did not know <laughs> where this journey was going to lead. I still don't know what the future mm. will bring, and I'm here, and I'm committed to consciously showing up, to staying connected to myself and to my heart to having hard conversations when I do see those moments of misalignment so that we can evolve into relationship, whatever it ends up looking like as we journey into the future. And speaking of future and honest conversations, we're really looking forward to this season with you of the self healer soundboard where we will be engaging in all different sorts of conversations Um, we do have an instagram page for those of you who are not aware selfhealers.soundboard shouting that instagram page out because we love to hear from you Mm -hmm. tell us what you're interested in what topics what questions we'll be utilizing q a's asking for call-ins so a big part of the whole work that we do Um, those of you who have been with us from the beginning know this to be true, is community, is hearing from you. The self-healer circle was really born out of the community. All of these people showing up around the world saying, I'm lonely, I'm in a healing journey, I want to do this with other people, we listened. And lo and behold, birthed the self-healer circle. So we're listening. Um, We're listening, we're engaged, we want to create a conversation, Mm co-create a conversation with everyone out there listening and to see where these hard conversations take us all
1: thank you guys for tuning in um, we look forward to this season we are really excited to really make this interactive and engaging. We want to hear from you guys too, like Nicole said. So, if you have tuned into Self Healer Soundboard in the masterclass, you will notice. Um, again, I mentioned this at the beginning. This this is going to look a little bit different. The masterclass itself was a fourteen part series. It was really like a teaching each episode based on the chapters of the book. So that's how the Self Healer Soundboard was rolled out. Uh, we may likely do that again when the next book comes out. And the Self Healer Soundboard itself is now, you know, in our new studio, our new setup way more conversational, a bit more personal, just engaging uh, about your journey, our journeys, and really the journey and the healing that we're all doing at large. So thank you guys for listening, tuning in, and or watching. This is also on YouTube. If you guys want to go leave comments there, we look at all of your comments. We love hearing your feedback. We read your DMs. So reach out to us. We'll reach out to you. (laughs) Um, Thank you all for being here, and we'll see you next Sunday. See you next Sunday.